There are five steps exactly to getting financial life success in your 20s. And every single person you know, every book that you've ever read, every person you've seen online, follow these same steps. But they're basic. They're not talked about a lot because they aren't flashy. I'm not going to give you the keys and the exact step ways to make money or to reach financial success. I'm going to give you the roadmap, what every person has done and what many people aren't talking about. I'm not going to tell you to drop ship or sell on Amazon FBA XYZ. Today is about the basics, which is what everybody needs. Every NFL coach, every team, what do they do? They practice the same drills every single day. And I'm going to tell you all this from experience. So uh, I'm 31 years old now, but getting into my 20s, oof, my dad was a mechanic. My mom would stay at home. I was homeschooled up until eighth grade. I was the shyest, quietest, one of the smallest kids in my class in high school. We had about 200 students. I was a little twig, a little baby. I had no idea anything about social skills because I was like kind of felt like I was halfway autistic. I could not understand humans at all. And I came out of homeschooling, you know, with just my little family, right? So I had to build myself into something different. And I had to follow a path in my 20s for about seven years of my 20s. It's the most of the first half, I wasn't doing the greatest things. I burned up a lot of my time. And I can show you the path that I've been down. So if you're on YouTube, or if you're on the podcast, hop on YouTube if you want to see. I'm going to flick through some photos and videos showing a little bit about my path, who I've been, who I was. So this is me entering high school. That's 14, 15, 16. This is me, 16 years old. I don't have a driver's license. I just like RuneScape. I just play video games. This is me all day, every day. That was my baby. That's my girlfriend, that laptop. Now... Started hitting puberty a little bit, and I was um, essentially hit on, and she gave me her phone number on the back of one of my PB&J sandwiches, and uh, this was my first relationship on the left, Vietnamese, great girl, and that is me at her birthday party in the corner. Why? Because I have no social skills at all in any way, shape, or form. I am nervous being here completely. I remember being petrified. I'm sh my voice is shaking. I didn't even talk to her, my own girlfriend at her own birthday party. I just, I was just the cameraman. That's me in my hand. Look at me. This is me, right? Okay. Let's flick through this stuff. Um, this is me always on the outside of the parties. Once I got some, this is me at 18 years old graduation, by the way, I, I got out into the party world. I started drinking that's where I finally learned to loosen up a little bit. I needed a crutch at the time, some alcohol, but I started, uh, got some new friends, but I was always trying to fit in on the outside. That's my high school graduation photo. This is me after I got some more confidence. You can see in my eyes, I'm a little bit more confident, more sure of myself, but I'm a fucking geek. Like, I'm a dork. I'm retarded. I'm crazy. I'm a lunatic. Like, this is me. I'm a clown, right? No one respected me and I had no success in any way, shape, or form. That's me after spending 100 days in jail for underage drinking for the fifth time. Not good. This is me at 24, 25 years old. Uh, after I started the gym, you know, that was the first thing I did to get my life going on the right track. And it showed me that if you work really hard at something, you can get results. And that was the first step at changing everything. This is what my life looks like now. Go anywhere, do anything I want. I own a large contracting company. Uh, we do millions of dollars each year. 
um, many fantastic employees and management in place that gives me the time to be able to do this and talk to the world because I really want to help spread a new message and to encourage the masculine side of the world so we don't suffer in the future and so people don't have to suffer like I did being the effeminate twig at the side of the party that never talked, just laughed at other guys' jokes, right? Looking through more videos and photos. Now, um, I can do anything I want at this point. I can go anywhere in the world. Um, I've lived on the beach, beach condos. I've been to so many places, Japan, Thailand, Egypt, Europe, Ukraine, or sorry, Jesus, not Ukraine. Um, uh, Turkey, Istanbul, <laughs> not Ukraine. Holy shit. Um, and I've uh, dated many beautiful women, but it didn't start until I reached success. I couldn't attract a beautiful girl or build a beautiful life or not worry about my debit card balance until I built myself into something different. Now, first step to this, choose a vision because when you choose a vision when you choose a target and you believe in it you set a destination ahead of you that's the only way that you're going to be able to develop the motivation to do anything besides what you're currently doing which is most likely surviving and going from distraction to pleasure happy place to sad place always at the whim of life drifting in the chaos of whatever comes your way ups and downs you cannot control anything because you cannot control your own mind you cannot control your own mind unless you have something to focus on. Focus is what control is. So you have to choose. What do you focus on? What vision? Do you focus on tonight? The video game? Having fun on the weekend? Jacking off to girls through the screen that you'll never probably get? Which is sad, you know? Sad right now, but not sad because you have a long life ahead of you. Men will not mature in this world until they're 30, 35, and 40. You have time if you're in your 20s. If you're 40 right now and you're, you know, you're not set in life, that's completely okay. Many people don't even get their life together until they're 60, 50, 55. You name it. It's just part of being a man today. We live in a very comfortable world that's made us more soft to nature. And you have to consciously choose to make yourself hard through focus and doing hard things. So when you choose a vision, you wanna do three things right off the bat. You wanna get your health together. You wanna get your body together because how you physically feel is how you're physically gonna operate in this world. Your body equals your energy, right? If you go in the gym and look around at all these bodybuilders, not the guys on all the hormones and stuff, but if you just go around and look at athletes, what do they have? They have energy. They go, 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 go. What would happen to them if they stopped the gym? for like three years, nothing at all. And they just ate whatever food they wanted to. And they just did whatever came easy to them, whatever pleasure screen device that they're enslaved to. Their energy would evaporate. They would end up just like the random people you see at Walmart. So get your health together. And next is remove distractions. I have other videos on how to remove the distractions, how to cut your phone off, how to keep that focus going. And you're going to have to begin to practice working hard at whatever you're doing. Do the best that you can. I was a Boy Scout back when being a Boy Scout was fucking cool. We went rock climbing, kayaking, boating, you name it. Well, not boating, sailing on little sailboats, you know. We did a lot of hard things, at least in my troop. And our motto was do your best. That's something that I think a lot of people are losing today because they don't understand the value of doing your best. Every time you do your best, even if it's just for five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks, you get better and you improve. Your standard goes up 
and people respect you, they give you opportunities, they look at you with validation and appreciation, and you build caliber, you build status. Number two is the people you're around and the connections that you have. You can't exactly get anywhere in this world without other people. I learned what I learned from other people that I decided to reach out to and to go meet time and time again. I had to hire business consultants. I had to learn how to do business because I had no business experience when I started my business. I was kind of crazy in the beginning. I only had six months of working for another contractor and kind of learned spreadsheets and this and that. I've always been a nerd on the computer, so I understand how to work around the system. I'm very good at using Google and learning information online. But the real information you need in this world is retained in other people's minds. It's going to come out of their mouth and out of their behaviors that you can watch. Now, if you're in a place where you don't have a lot of great friends, start to trim off your time from them or cut them off completely like I have. When I first decided just to join the gym, I realized I got to drop all of my friends because none of them trained in the gym. We all drank six days a week like madmen and women. We all went to jail all the time excuse me, all the time. So you might have to block the people that are in your life in order to have any hope and chance of breaking free out of that current group and getting somewhere different, right? So I had to block everybody. What I also did is I didn't have a group to run to. I had to stay alone for like, it was like three months till I hung out with like regular people that weren't just at the gym, right? I went solo for a long time because the people I was around were dragging me down so much I'm not saying you need to clam yourself into a hole for three months. Isolation isn't the best thing, but for me it was because my friends at the time were on that bad of a path at 20 years old, not 21 years old. That's just when I started the gym though. I never stopped. It's been 13 years of working out every single day. No, sorry, not every single day, but every single week consistently, at least four or five days a week. But what I did is I got on YouTube, SoundCloud podcasts, and I found other men and great women to listen to because you become who you're around. Everybody knows that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you're around a bunch of stupid people doing stupid things, what are you going to be? Like maybe you're not that now, but you're going to become more and more like them. No one is that strong on their own. You become your environment. So craft your environment consciously, curate it. Now, another great way of doing this, especially if you're out of college, I was not out of college at the time. If you're out in the work world, Choose the right company for you. Many people are in jobs that are very easy to them. They're just getting by. There's no demand. There's no challenge. The time's not flying at work. They're always looking at the clock because they're doing something that's really slow and mundane. They're working at Starbucks. They're working in retail. They're taking orders at the counter. Now, you do need to become good at doing that before you can move on to the next thing. Choose to become good. Everything is a stepping stone in life. There's a reason wealth is among the men at 60 to 70 to 80 years old because it takes time and experience and wisdom and networks and connections and companies to be built and yourself to be built to get rich. But now we live in a world where we have the internet, more knowledge at our fingertips than ever before. We have phones. We've never had cell phones before. You can call anybody you want. You have LinkedIn. You can add somebody and message them if you wanted to. We have Instagram. We have so many ways of connecting ourselves to new human beings way outside of a zone that we could ever find before, right? I found my first business consultants by in some Facebook contracting groups. I just liked the guy's posts. He seemed really smart and like he knew what he was doing. So I just messaged him, picked up the phone and called him, hired him, bam, 
built a business in a year's time. It's been successful ever since. It's been seven years of just this cash flow money printing machine that I've created. Of course, there's been ups and downs. COVID was really rough for two years there. You know, being in contracting, right? We work with residential homeowners face-to-face in their homes. You're going to have to get yourself around the right people, connections, and company. And you can be successful at 20, or 30 and 40 in this world, unlike decades ago when it had to take you 60 years and a big retirement account to finally be able to live free and live off your dividends and have the nice house that you built equity into. Life can be a lot faster for us now, but it can also be a lot worse. We live in a world of duality. With the greatest distractions, there is the greatest opportunity, right? It's hard in this market to become successful because of the distractions, but it's also the easiest to become successful because there's no fucking competition. Dana White the other day, he, he, he was saying like, look, if you're a millennial, if you're Gen Z, if you're even remotely good, like you will be a savage and just knock out any of these other young people. Like it is fucked out here, but it's a massive opportunity for people like you and me watching this video, watching this, listening to this podcast. So get into the right company of people. Curate your environment is step number two. Step number three is you have to work hard at your natural interests, what you're naturally inclined to, which you'll realize through experience, by the way, and you got to lean into pain. Don't run away from pain. Don't avoid anything. I avoided telemarketing in the beginning. I worked at LA Fitness. I would, I would, I was so nervous. I would just hang up when they would answer. I couldn't even leave voicemails. Now I can knock on any door, cold call any person. And depending on who it is in the social situation, what I feel the energy of the situation is, I can cold approach almost anybody out here. I can strike up a conversation with somebody. Ten years ago, the first door I knocked, my voice cracked. I was shaking. It was like I was a kid in puberty, voice creaking and you know squeaking, <laughs> right? And that's probably you because we're not socially adept in this new world since we're living through screens. Being in front of another human being is much more terrifying than being in front of a screen. That's why most of us are using screens now. They're more pleasure and less pain than other human beings, but way less of a reward, almost no reward for most things that you do behind a screen. And you know this, we all know this. So you gotta find what you're naturally interested in by experimenting and exploring and dedicating yourself to multiple things out here in the world. Maybe you have to join multiple companies. I mean, I worked in 12 different jobs across all these different sectors, Chinese sweatshop to straight up telephone sales, right? Until I kind of learned, okay, I kind of like this, kind of like that, you know, until I found myself working for another contractor and trying to tweak his business and marketing and try to experiment with things. And I was always trying to improve what we were doing when I at least had the you know, the, the focus and desire to do that. I've always been very sporadic in my level of focus until now I've learned and built myself into someone that can focus incessantly on one thing through practice. And I have a video on how to focus and how to learn how to focus as well. So you can watch that on another time, but you're going to have to work hard at what you're naturally interested in and what you're naturally good at. Like if you are actually terrible at people and are introverted, you have no desire, no matter what situation you've been in, think through your whole childhood, think through your life. Now you have no desire to be around other human beings. They don't stimulate. They've never stimulated you. You've never craved to be in the it group 
in the crowd and been a part of people. You never found yourself at any period of life just picking up the phone and calling people to talk to them, right? You might be a true introvert. Most people aren't introverts though that say they're introverted. They just think they're introverted. I actually thought I was introverted for a long time after college and, and during college for a time, I didn't realize I had a lot of social anxiety after I stopped drinking really in my later 20s. I didn't realize that that social anxiety and that lack of self-confidence that have built now had come synthetically from all the alcohol that I used to drink in those college years and earlier 20s. So you're gonna have to watch yourself and understand yourself and maybe write about your life and think about your life to understand what you're naturally interested. Write down all your strengths, write down all your weaknesses. But you're gonna have to work really hard at things, natural interests, natural weaknesses, or <laughs> natural things that you're good at. Sorry, don't you don't have to work on your weaknesses in a sense. You need to double down on your strengths and get your weaknesses up to par so they don't hold back your natural strengths and your natural path in this world. Like for me to do well in business, I realized I need to really get good at people and really good at my social confidence. So I had to put myself in a really difficult situations time and time and time and time again, over and over and over and over. Now it comes second nature to me. I can pick up the phone and call anybody. Before, I'd pick up the phone and I'd hang up when they answered, right? So whether you're operations focused, process oriented, whether you're people and camaraderie and like team oriented, whether you're driven and people oriented, you're gonna have to find out what you're kind of naturally interested in, in the business world. Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it operations? Is it process improvement? How far can you go? right? What happens when you dedicate yourself to something over a long period of time? You're going to find out what you're good at. You can't find out what you're good at unless you charge into the war and test yourself. Now, to get real success, to get rich, as you could say, you're going to have to develop an obsession about something that's very difficult and rare to do in this world. Just from a job and career perspective, nothing is more difficult and more rare than sales. Being a true salesman, someone that's able to cold call, head hunt, close $20,000, $10,000 deals, that's somebody that's worth a ton to a company. And someone like that is also worth a ton to a customer. Customers want to buy. They can't buy if the salesman can't convince them to buy, convince them why this is useful to their life or their business or their home, their family, their car, whatever. So you're gonna have to learn that art of persuasion, negotiation, confidence, clarity, holding yourself well, back straight, eyes looking at the customer, making them feel comfortable, right? These are all difficult things to master. It's way easier to just get on the computer and just follow instructions. That's why office administration type of jobs pay the least because they're actually the easiest. What happens in companies, what's happened in my company, Many office admin, admins start resenting the sales team. Why? Because the sales team makes four times their income, sometimes 10 times their income. They can't stand it. I'm over here working 45 hours a week. I just don't get it. Try sales. Try it. Try it and see. That's why it pays. You are paid in this world for the value you can provide people in business. Now, if you obsess about something, you become really good and you master something, what are you going to do? You're going to be higher and higher and higher above everybody else. Most salesmen are actually really bad. They don't practice sales. They don't pitch. Like they don't practice pitching. They don't watch YouTube videos. They're not taking courses. They're not understanding. They're self-centered. They're egotistical. They're narcissistic. They're arrogant. They're too, abra they're too abrasive, right? 
So if you have a better balance and you have more focus, you'll be so far above every other salesman, people will be giving you jobs left and right. You know, there's sales jobs out here with $120,000 salaries and 200,000 in commissions per year. One of my friends down in South Florida, um, he lives in Fort Lauderdale, that's what he makes. He had to work at the company for nine years to get to that point. He, had, he was more operations focused in the beginning, but he learned sales through that time. About seven years in, switched to sales, ended up doing so well because he understood the product better than anybody in the entire sales team, more than the sales managers themselves. He became a manager, had his own territories, 120K salary, all the benefits, tons of vacation, you know, has a credit card to swipe for whenever he travels, gets to stay in four-star hotels, plane, plane flights paid for, 300,000 a year. How old was he? 29, 30, 31, 32. He got to make that every single year. You know what he's doing now? He's 33 years old. Great guy. Uh, married a, or he's getting married to a girl that is also partnered with him in a new business that he's started. He now does Airbnbs. He's buying $600,000 South Florida homes that are waterfront, that are like kind of beat down, gets it renovated real fast, make sure there's a pool there, hot tub there, pitches it as like a party house. He has a great cleaning crew, rents these things out for a thousand a night. He lets people party there. He has speakers installed in the house and outside, LED lights, the works. He has a, um, a yacht and boat brokering service as well on the side that he can pitch in the Airbnb ads, you know, $500 and you can take out this yacht for the afternoon, right? Double whammy, $1,000 a night, $500 for this, not yacht, but like cabin cruiser, you know what I mean? Out on the water for four hours or whatever. He's making money hand over fist. And he has half a million dollars in a retirement account. And that was like two years ago when he told me how much he had in that retirement account. You know, he's well off. He owns multiple homes, millions of dollars in real estate, you know, because each house that he has is worth 1 million plus now. COVID jacked up everything and the renovations XYZ paid off for him. This is what happens when you dedicate yourself to something and keep going and keep fighting and de develop an obsession. You know, when I saw when I walked in his house for the first time, sales books, human psychology books, human behavior books. And he knew them. I pick one up. He's like, oh man, that book is fantastic. God, my favorite thing I read about in that book was blah, blah, blah. I'm over here like, wow. I mean, I have 400 books in my house, but I've only read like a third of them or something. <laughs> this is cool. You know, like a kid that's like really understands sales and people, right? But that's the level that you have to have in the marketplace to be able to get rich, to get that success or businesses will just pay you whatever you want to keep working there. Depending on the level of product that you sell, you need to be selling more expensive products, of course. If you're selling sunglasses at Sunglass Hut, there's like a cap to the income that you're able to make because each item is only $100. But if you're like him and selling millions of dollars worth of inventory to commercial businesses, you know, he was in B2B, business to business sales. The sky's the limit. The more you sell, the more you make. He could have made half a million dollars. He, he, he just... He was, he said he was comfortable with the 300,000. He had everything he fucking wanted. Jet skis, boats, cars, you name it. Motorcycles. He had it all, right? Beautiful girls doing whatever the fuck he wanted to. Free time. They didn't even want him in the office. They're like, dude, just do whatever the fuck you're doing. You don't even need to come to the fucking meetings. You're that fucking good. We do not care. Just sell for us. We'll pay you whatever the fuck. He quit. They wanted to pay him more. 
He still denied, started his own business, you know? So, like me. Now, number five is, of course, you're going to have to spend less than you make and invest in yourself, your business if you have one, or real estate rental properties. The safest bet in this world is real estate. The demand will always go up and people pay your mortgage. You're using other people's money, the bank's money, and then you're having a tenant or Airbnb tenants pay that mortgage, right? So it's like you're using a little bit of money and time in order to make tons of money that compounds over time. The number one way to get rich in the United States, no matter what these YouTubers fucking want to sell you or tell you through their affiliate links and bullshit and courses is real estate. The number one way that every single human gets rich in the United States is real estate. It's not going to just go away. Millennials and Gen Z are lazier and lazier. They don't want to save. They don't want to buy a house. They want to stay more mobile. What does that do? It allows more and more of a rental market. But anyways, I digress. Spend less than you make and invest in yourself. If you want that great gym membership that's $120 and you feel like it's a more inspiring place, it looks better, it's a much better way to start your day, spend that. If you feel like living in your dog shit house with really bad roommates is killing you, maybe it is best for you to live alone in a studio somewhere. Maybe it's best for you to find a, maybe a better place to live in town with maybe better quality roommates. Spend that extra money, right? Use that extra money to invest in yourself, to upgrade your own life, which is going to upgrade your mindset and your standards. Every time I could, I moved into something better. I actually made a bad mistake many years ago um, by consciously choosing to live in a terrible place because I thought it would motivate me because I wouldn't want to be at home. But you take in the energy of your environment. You soak in what your place looks like. Your self-esteem is kind of tied to your environments, you know? your certainty, your safety, your comfortability. If you live in a shithole with shit neighbors, like you're going to feel like shit every day when you wake up in the morning. You're just going to want to stay in bed on the screen. And that's kind of what happened to me for a bit there. Um, this was, gosh, this was back in 2014, 15. So it's been a long time. It's 2023 now. So overall, this is the undeniable five steps that makes everyone successful in their 20s or any time of life. But I think now is the easiest time than ever to make it in your 20s. All these old people that are 35 and up, they don't understand how to use computers like you and I do. They don't understand how to use Google like you and I do. They don't understand this world, right? They might have better people skills. They might be more centered and emotionally stable X, Y, Z, but we're more passionate. We're a little bit more open. We're more accepting. We're more willing to think about ideas right? That's a part of being young. So take that energy of your 20s, take that potential that you have and make it into something. That's what potential is for. That's what being a human is. Life is an adventure and each human being is a ball of potential. You're Frodo in the Shire. Fuck the Shire, go after Mordor and win the world. That's what life's about. Now, if you enjoyed this talk, please leave a review on the podcast or like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. It'd really help move this world in a better direction and help out what me and the team are doing here. So have a great rest of your week and live understanding that potential you have. You will not regret going after it.